0: Welcome to Twinning Australia with your hosts Matt and Nat.
1: Welcome to Twinning Australia and this episode is going to be a bit different than our normal episode. We're going to be looking at what Natalie?
0: An iron infusion. Very good. Yeah I got that one. (laughs) This is take two. So the last episode we had we very quickly touched on the fact that I had an iron infusion booked in for the following week. So we thought we'd do a quick rundown of what that experience was and how long it took and some of the side effects, et cetera, from my personal experience, because I have seen a lot of twin mums in the groups that I'm on uh, looking into the option of getting an iron infusion and and tend to have a lot of questions about it. So yeah, I just thought we'd pull something very quick together just to take you through step by step what my experience was so the way that obviously they found out that I was iron deficient was uh, through a blood test so my obstetrician knew from the beginning of my pregnancy that I was quite low in iron anyway and going through a twin pregnancy you do lose a lot more vitamins and iron etc because of obviously you've got two things growing in there so it takes a lot of effort from the body
1: I just find it funny that <laughs> I've got two things growing in me, not two babies, two fetuses. Uh,
0: look, we're not doctors here. like we're. Well, we're,
1: I know that, but I also just, I mean, you're carrying them for nine months roughly, so I can understand.
0: because I'm getting to the end of my tether.
1: Yeah, you mm. can probably understand that.
0: So it would uh, an iron infusion would only be prescribed to you by your doctor if you're quite low. They would obviously try you... Elevate and those sort of tablets do have lots of iron in them anyway, um, but they might try you on extra iron supplements to see if, if that will bring up your iron levels, which my doctor did. We did that for a couple of weeks. Uh, it can impact bowel movements as well. So there's sort of it's a really fine balance they want to try and get. But if you're super low to start with, it's going to be pretty hard to... To keep it at that rate, uh, it's going to drop quite significantly, especially when you hit third trimester. So, I think as we mentioned in the last podcast, normal rates are above 50 or above 70. I think it was like 50 or something.
1: Or 70. Or 70. Because I thought she said 7 and it was 70.
0: Yeah. Mid-range in that 100 sort of mid-range and then upwards to like 150 or 200. Uh, and my levels came in at 3. So, which is technically classified as anemic and ridiculously low. And no amount of vitamins are gonna bring that back up. So uh and as you progress further through third trimester, like as the babies grow bigger and bigger, they take more and more. So um yeah, so that tends to be something that is an option that is provided to a lot of twin mums. So before you can get your iron infusion, you do need a referral from your doctor, obviously. And my referral was organized and then I just booked booked in for the following week and I went into the oncology area of the hospital where they like they've got you know they've got a few chemo patients and so of course that's where they do the, the intravenous drips. So you go in and the nurse obviously comes with you and they just basically prep for putting a cannula in uh, which go well, my one went on my forearm and I'll I'll put a picture of that up on our on our socials, which, you know, it's just a basic cannula. But the only risk, which I think we mentioned again in the last podcast, was that if they don't insert the cannula properly and if it leaks, so the, the liquid with the iron uh, that goes through the drip, it's actually a really dark sort of uh, red-yellow liquid. So if the colour does leak... Through the cannula if it's not put in properly then it can stain your skin where they've inserted it now i think the risks of that happening is pretty low because these nurses like they just they just do that all day every day so and they're dealing with chemo patients as well which is radiation chemicals which they need to be very 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 precise with so I wouldn't be too stressed about that. But, I mean, obviously, when they get you to sign the consent form, they've got to outline all the risks of the procedure. But the other main thing is you can have a allergic reaction, like anaphylactic. So, basically, the whole process to get the drip through, like I think I was sitting there for 20 minutes to get all the iron through the, the cannula and then the next – 30 to 40 minutes, they just make you basically sit there so they can monitor you just to make sure that you don't have any reactions to it. So it's a pretty straightforward procedure. More so the time taken is to monitor you versus the actual time that the liquid takes to go through. You don't feel anything. I think or well, at the beginning when it first goes through, you kind of feel a little bit of a sting, tingle. It's really nothing, especially with what's going to come with birth. Um, so it's good practice but once the liquid goes through as I said you sit around wait Uh, I would recommend take a bottle of water take some snacks something like that just so you've got that on hand take a book and yeah then afterwards they do mention that there are a few side effects that can happen you can get headaches dizziness nausea muscle and joint pain shortness of breath itchiness and or a rash Uh, During the procedure, they do mention that if you feel any type of sting or burn at the cannula site, to let them know straight away because obviously that could be the liquid about to leak so they can sort of stop the drip and jump in and hopefully prevent anything further happening there. But um, look, my personal experience, I didn't have any reaction afterwards. I think I had a – oh, look, I've had maybe a very, very mild headache uh the that night the next day but otherwise I wouldn't have noticed anything else from there no muscle aches or nausea and and I was actually a bit worried about the nausea because I had quite a lot of pregnancy sickness throughout the whole of my trimesters so I was a bit worried that it was going to potentially maybe bring it back but yeah I had nothing so I felt pretty good and I'd have to say it's been two maybe three weeks now since I've had it and I'm feeling like I've got a lot more energy from where I was previous to the infusion so uh yeah look I think the benefits outweigh the very minor risks that you sort of go through with your doctor and I think it's come at a really good time to for me to personally have got it because it just sort of prepped me up a little bit more to get through the back end of third trimester and it also I I believe it lasts for up to like three months or something afterwards so that also helps get me through fourth trimester a little bit as well so yeah plenty of benefits my breathing's got a lot better too I've noticed um so yeah I think if it's an option that your doctor is willing to talk to you about it's certainly something to to consider
1: and look I know from my perspective is that you've got a lot more energy now after the iron infusion I mean coming up to that sort of period when you were needing that iron infusion you were really struggling and for me that was one where I really wanted to make sure that you weren't obviously you were at your best and I could see it was really wearing you down and I feel that even though you've got bigger that you but you're doing far better so for me the iron infusions work a treat.
0: And I'm currently today I'm 36 plus three days uh, so I'm well into that back end of a twin pregnancy where the aches and pains, um, your body just feels like it's going to break in half. Uh, because I went into preterm labour a couple of weeks ago, I'm getting mild contractions on the daily. So I think getting that done was, was perfect timing to help sort of push me through these last couple of days, which feel like weeks, but we're getting there. So, yeah, don't, don't be stressed if your doctor brings this up to you after one of your blood tests. Uh, obviously, do your own research, see if it is something for you, but it's certainly not a painful procedure. Um, it's just one little bee sting when the cannula goes in and then, as I said, you're also there for 30 minutes for monitoring, which is longer than the actual iron infusion takes. So yeah, quite an effective procedure. What we'll do is we'll put uh, the information sheet that I was given, on to our socials just so that you've got something to reference and read but yeah look this was just a quick short session just to give you my experience personal experience with it and yeah if you've got any questions as always reach out
1: if you have any questions for us here at Twinning Australia Podcast, please feel free to send us an email. Our email address is twinningAustraliaPodcast at gmail.com. Otherwise you can get in touch with us via our social media accounts. Facebook at Twinning Australia Podcast and Instagram Twinning Australia All1Word. Thanks for listening and we hope to hear from you soon.